The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come work for. Train in the trees, please, one my sycamore. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. My name's Nookie Bishop Jr. Uh, Idris Elbow is celebrating his baby girl's birthday. Happy birthday, Nisi. Yay, yay! Happy birthday. Pew, 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 pew. Happy birthday. So I am joined by Black by popular demand. Ladies and gentlemen, the world traveler, the international player with the passport, T. Petty. T. Petty, welcome back. Oh, man, it's been so long. It's been like three weeks. I missed y'all. Night, sir, you done muted yourself. What the hell? I ain't been going that long, have I? Glad that you're back. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to work this computer one day. I'm going to be a very dangerous individual. <laughs> this is the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Digital Gumbo Podcast lives at the intersection of news, current events, race, politics, and culture. And that intersection is located right next to the liquor store. That's the description <laughs> that you came up with while you was away, T-Pain. Oh, you well, then you forgot. Yes, you need to add foolishness to it. And foolishness. definitely live there. That's right. That's right. Next we to talk the liquor. About, that's right. We talk about <laughs> some of the stories you may have heard about and a lot of the stories that you may not have heard about. T-Patty, you're back. You went uh, to back. California. How was that? Tell us about your travels and glad to have you back. Well, it was good to be back. I missed y'all. Um, so let's see. I traveled to San Francisco for the first time in, uh, shit, two years um, for a conference, a very, very different conference than the one I normally go to. It was very pared down. I think I took four or six COVID tests in the space of, I don't know, five, six days. Okay. Um I did have a little incident coming back from oh, California. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. On the plane? <laughs> On the plane. Me and, oh, me, and a, boy. me and a gentleman had, we exchanged some words. It was mostly me telling him to shut the fuck up talking to me. Oh, boy. Uh, so that was on my way to Chicago to hang with the bestie. Yes, yes. And then you got to hang with uh, one of the one of the bestie, one of the Chicago crew yourself because he came yes. here. That's correct. And then I had to uh, divert to another part of the Midwest to handle some family business. So I ended up being gone, um, let's see, almost as twice as long as I had planned to be gone. But everything is working out well. So I really don't have any complaints. And I'm glad to be back. That's what's up. That's what family's good. Family is uh, doing well, getting okay. better. Okay. okay. Um, so, you know, your girl is just going to be traveling a little bit more often than I have been during the Rona. Just, you know, check up on my people, see okay. how they're doing, see how they're doing. But uh, recovery is progressing nicely. Um, thanks to you and Dries and producer E and all of our dear friends here and family that are sending messages to your girl is much appreciated. That's what's up. Absolutely. Continue prayers and uh, tell everybody in the family I said what's up and that 
everybody uh, be well. So we're going to go into the stretch Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then on to the New Year. So boom, we're heading uh, in the right direction. Everything's going to be good and celebrating another holiday season, being healthy and alive and the whole nine yards. And that's what's up. That's right. That's right. Um, can you believe it's almost Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. So that I was going to play a game of um, choose your own adventure, but let's talk about Thanksgiving. So they out here saying that they're going to have the turkeys. They said it's going to be no problem getting the turkeys. The turkeys is good. Butterball and all of them. They got the Turk Tysons and whoever else makes turkey. I don't know. Um, whoever. But they said the side dishes. Yeah, they said a lot of people just might be having turkey. So they're saying that um, <laughs> you need to get your side dishes now. So macaroni and cheese, all your cranberry sauce. Okay, are they talking to- about that pre-made bullshit or are they talking about real sides? So getting they, I mean, every anything and everything. They saying that um it might not get here. You know, the trucking, the trucking shortage now, you know, mm-hmm. the goods come in, but they sitting on the um they sitting on the uh, boats in in California getting here. Yeah. So I thought this was just gonna be a Christmas toy problem. They said no, yeah. like restaurants can't get cheeses and eggs and those types of things because um there's a trucker shortage, you know, over um demand that's taking place with People getting their money up and going back to work post-pandemic. So, um, yeah, pass that along. They said it might, you know, Thanksgiving might be a little dry this year. So I was, um, when I was in the Midwest, I had to go to the grocery store. And, you know, I haven't really stepped foot in a grocery store in person in months. Yeah. I can get all my groceries delivered. I was actually shocked at how bare the shelves were. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was pretty bad. Like meat, vegetables, like pasta, canned goods, you name it. Um, So this is like in a regular grocery store, but in stores like Costco, they don't seem to be having issues yet. But now that all this news is out here about everything gonna be fucked up, I, I think we might be starting to run into some issues. But you know your girl, I'm stocked up. Okay. Uh, I mean, y'all did put a dent in my liquor, so I need to re-up. Don't uh, say y'all. Don't say <laughs> y'all. I made one batch of Nookie Readers, and it was a half-open bottle. That I I consumed that. We consumed that. But yeah. I'm not a bourbon drinker. That's all I'll say. Uh, I just said, y'all, I didn't point my finger at any particular guilty party. Okay. okay. Uh, so, on. you know, I got to re-up on my liquor, though, because that I can't be without. Or somebody gonna die. Yeah, uh, but it was it was uh, quite a it was different going to a grocery store. It, it was different. Remember, like and uh, um, you know behind the Soviet wall, and um, you know when they have shortages over there in other countries, Russia is what I remember seeing on TV, and like the shelves was bare. Like you go down the aisle, some part like water was a thing, and it wasn't a hurricane mm-hmm. or a natural disaster. What? Now look, we done told y'all about me and my um fascination. Oh my drink god! A gallon of the water from the Fiji Islands every day. Listen, have you uh have you had trouble getting that? So what's hap- No. So what happens is we got that on like um that steady recurring order from the um the rainforest people, and they come. <laughs> They come with like the the 12 big bottles, like the liter and a half bottles every week. So, you know, I'm starting to- Every week? 
every God week and cover damn. one or two cases. Yeah, I don't drink tap water. So, oh my um, God, you're so bougie. I can't take it. Yeah, I can't. Like that other water, like the other water makes me thirsty. Like, how are you going to drink water and it make you thirsty? I don't or, drink that. Are so you I drinking just, water or McDonald's Sprite that's making you thirsty? No, like if I drink, <laughs> if I drink the tap or anything that's not that, it makes me thirsty. That's so, psychological. <laughs> it, it is, like, uh, we're going to have to do a taste test one day. You're going to line up three kinds of water. I'm like, this is so and so, this is toilet water, and this is. Toilet water. <laughs> this is from the toilet. And this is aqua cafina. Um, true story. I had a babysitter. Um, she used to babysit in the neighborhood. And um, she got drunk the night before. So one of the kids that she was babysitting was about three and a half, maybe four. And the kid was essentially babysitting herself. But it was fine. There was an adult in the house. So she was passed out with like a hangover. And the baby got the sippy cup and brought a glass of water. She's like, oh, thank you, baby. This water is so good. She's like, can you give me another glass of water? She did. She drank the second cup of water. So then she got up. She's like, let me find out where this baby is getting the water from. The baby was getting the water from the toilet. <laughs> I mean, but was the water good, though? Apparently so. <laughs> so. Did, did I ever tell you my daddy's toilet water story? Mm-mm. I feel like oh. I did. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. So... My daddy was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham. So this was, you know, in the uh, 40s. He was born in the 40s. And so one of his jobs he had when he was a teenager was at like this restaurant. And he was a waiter slash busboy. So, of course, the restaurant was segregated because we're talking 50s, right? Yep. So, um white people who would call him like boy boy serve me this boy serve me that he would go and get them water out of the toilet <laughs> and they would say stuff like oh this is the best water i ever had boy he like oh yes sir would you like another <laughs> i feel like that might be where my like radical spirit may have had its origination i don't know you know my dad is kind of yeah, he's he's kind of a quiet assassin, but I mean, okay. he got that spice. People pay attention to my mother because she's loud and boisterous. Okay. And my father's more laid back, but don't get it twisted. Okay, okay, all right. They had so the yeah. same personality deep down. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell, getting people toilet water. That's true. But yes, get your Thanksgiving foodstuffs, as they say together. Uh, yeah. yeah. I got I got to go and I haven't been in a grocery store either, but I'm finna to go and um, between that and the uh, buggy app get uh, all ready to go for Thanksgiving because you don't want to come up short on the best. Uh, you really don't. The best That's the best eating holiday. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it is the best holiday overall because it's like a four day weekend, you know, so that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. All right. Choose really your own. Because don't don't nobody do nothing on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. No, well, when I was younger, that would be the night that everybody would go out drinking because the bars would stay open at four o'clock in the morning. And uh, what? <laughs> yeah. So the bar. So so I'll tell you two stories. So one, I left work at five o'clock and I was drinking and just going around from bar to bar hopping with my people till about four o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. I came home at about four thirty, five o'clock, fell asleep. Then I woke up, the parade was on, uh, got ready to make the macaroni and cheese, the turkey was going, and then we had dinner about 12.30. That's when we would eat early. 
So um, that's one story. Uh, I had another story, but I've totally forgot about exactly what it is the hell I was going to tell you about. So, <laughs> I, and, What's up oh, with your oh, memory? Oh, you sound I, like I, me. When I turned 24, I had a happy hour that was an 11-hour happy hour. Let me explain. The bar opened at 5. Yes. Yeah, the, for uh, 5 uh, p.m. Okay. So, so um, I knew the owner and like everybody. So the people that left work at 5 o'clock came and then they was drinking. Then the people that was going into work at 12 o'clock that worked with me, they came and was drinking before they went to work. <laughs> they didn't operate any heavy machinery or anything like that. It was like a dust job. Thank and God. Then the, and then the people that got off at midnight came after they got off at midnight and stayed till four. So I literally, Damn. I had, I drank Long Island iced teas and water. Oh my God. Night. Yeah. Yeah. That might, trying to for, die. <laughs> that might account for some of the missing brain cells that I have, but ah. that was many moves. Yes. Long Island iced teas and water the entire night. And uh, hopefully it wasn't, hopefully Jesus. it wasn't toilet water. Yeah. It was, ooh. I mean, yeah. You I was drinking Long Island iced teas. You can't complain about toilet water. That's a lot of shots, a lot of shots. Well, I, the Long Island iced teas have protected my body from the antigens that's in the water. So, you know, I'm liverproof, liverproof. All right, here we go. Choose your own adventure. I'm going to give you a word, just one word, and then uh, you tell me what story we go with, and I want to get your reaction on some of this stuff. Oh, um, okay. You choose between school and plane, P-L-A-N-E. Hmm. Feel like both of these are set up, so I'll go. They're all set ups. I mean, they usually are. Uh, All right, I'll go with plane. Plane Southwest over the weekend had a Uh, phantom sick out or not, and they canceled thousands and thousands of flights, and people was pissed. Assess this. So I was watching that unfold on Twitter real time. Mm -hmm. You ain't got a lie to kick it. Don't be talking about it's weather. When people can look outside, see it's not the fucking weather. It wasn't affecting any other airline. So the reason behind this was people were protesting the uh, vaccine mandates that Southwest has um, established. You know what? Fuck them people. Fire them all. For real. Now, the so-called conservatives, I'm doing air quotes, their patron saint, Ronald Reagan, already established a precedent for firing air traffic controllers because they also were doing a sick out. Uh. Back in the early 80s, he fired all their asses. So uh, Biden can do the same thing and get some people in there with some goddamn sense. You have the choice to not get vaccinated. And you also have the choice to go and look for a fucking job as a result. So let's just quit playing games with these crazy ass people. Mm-hmm. Them people was backed up sleeping in the airport. Well, they um, literally had no other choice. They were, they had no pilots or no staff or no uh, flight attendants to be on the planes. Like I read on one, I might have been Fort Lauderdale, of course, it's fucking Florida. 34 out of 35 of the flight crew did not show up for work. Wow. Wow. I would fire all 34 of their raggedy asses. You think I wouldn't? There are plenty of people who would take that job. Cancellations got canceled. Yeah, that was fucked up. I would be pissed. I would be pissed. But who am I going to be pissed at? It's not the airline's fault. No. 
Well, and it was uh, Indigenous uh, Day, People's Day weekend, which a lot of people use yeah. that holiday to travel. Lots of um, football games around sporting events, college and pro. So uh, yeah, that was that was absolutely crazy. So we'll we'll see how it goes now. That was that might be just a tester because you know the yep. two big travel out. Well, Thanksgiving is one and Christmas is one A. And if you want to go ahead and get some attention, fire uh, those motherfuckers now. Ahead of if you're not vaccinated, your ass is fired. And then you still you have time to hire and train people ahead of the holidays because that's gonna be some fuck shit. Yeah. People better uh make some rental car backup plans. Just I know that's right. I might go see my people around there. I might have to drive. I have to drive because, you know, yeah, uh, because they're going to divert other people. People that are already, they booking that other airlines are like, okay. And um, I told Dries this, Delta is serving Rosé now. So that, uh, that's a feather in their cap. So, uh, you know, that might be the side factor for some of the people I know. (laughs) I mean, are you trying to be funny? I know I'm dead serious. (laughs) I got some Rosé drinkers amongst us. And uh, myself factor. being one so you know my chosen airline um well in first class they never stop serving liquor okay i guess they figure you don't pay a few extra bucks so that's right. that's right and they pour quite generously so so far so good no sick outs have affected that particular airline okay uh, I hope that it does not, because that's where all my loyalty points and miles are, and I want to keep racking those up. But, I mean, they you were pretty much fucked in the game. You don't pay for your ticket. You're at the airport, and then you find out. And you know the information they give is super delayed. So by the time you find out that your flight is actually canceled, it's either too late to rebook on another airline. It's too late to rent a car and drive because your ass is tired. You've been at the airport all day or you just don't have the extra money to spend on a whole nother ticket. It's pretty fucked up. That's what's up. Check those apps. Check those apps. Check those apps. If you ain't got the app, get the app because ain't no need for you to be burning your gas. That gas going up high as hell (laughs) going to the airport only to find out that your flight is canceled through the weekend. So it's it. Yeah, damn near $4 a gallon. That's right. High as hell. And groceries are way more expensive. They said for the month of September, inflation rose 5.6% on goods and food, beef, bacon, amongst them, and gas. So there you go. Shit. That's crazy. I'm going to be a vegetarian. Fuck it. Um, (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) T. Petty, we got um, school and we got SAGE, S-A-G-E. You know what? I'm gonna go with Sage. I'll tell you my Sage Thanksgiving story one day, but okay. uh, I'll go with Sage. Okay. ESPN anchor Sage Steele oh, has, uh, has been kicked off the air for her controversial comments about President Obama's biraciality. Is that a word? No. Um, and um, <laughs> she's just controversial uh, in general, but um, they have kicked her off the air for her controversial comments during an interview about President Obama. So let's just get into what this dumbass bitch said. And I can say that because I'm a woman. You couldn't get away with that. <laughs> At least not on the podcast. Okay. Personally, I mean, you know, in our little group chats, I'll yes. let you get that off. Anyway, <laughs> first of all, this hooker said that she didn't understand why 
Barack Obama picked Black on the census because his Black father was nowhere to be found. Bitch, that don't even make no goddamn sense. That's Perhaps stupid. your kids shouldn't pick Black because your Blackness is nowhere to be found, Sage. She is a dumb-ass broad. I remember a few years ago, she was saying some dumb shit like she didn't consider her kids to be Black. Girl, what <sighs> the fuck are you even saying? And then um, she also said some dumb shit about vaccinations, too. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I'm not going She's to a sports anchor for opinions on vaccinations. Like, that's. I'm uh, not going to her for any goddamn thing because she's stupid. And I hope that y'all paid attention to the difference in tone when her comments first came out from ESPN. It was like, we all have differences of opinion and blah, blah, blah. But when my girl, Jamel Hill, uh. said something about Trump being a goddamn racist, she was 100% right. They came down on her hard and pulled her off the air immediately. They oh, let wow. Sage rock for a few days until the outrage just built to the point where they suspended her dumb ass. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. She might turn up on Fox Sports or something like that. Who knows? But oh God, get her pure, off. Get her out of the pain and off the air. Period. She's irritating as fuck. Pure ridiculous. You know, she was on the six o'clock, and then they moved her to the noon. And I guess the noon is right next to the back door because that's apparently the direction she's going in. So we'll see uh, how this turns <laughs> out. Um, well, you know, she hates being black, so she'll be able to survive there. Mm, mm, mm. I met her at a baseball game in Cincinnati. At, mm, uh, one my time. sympathies. Yes. That's... Should have kicked her ass off the damn, uh, <laughs> out of the damn suite, because I know that's where you were. And it was on Negro League's Appreciation Night. I was like, ain't this Buck, I think Buck O'Neill was there and some other um, well, all-time great. Dumb ass there? Uh, mm, I have no she idea. She don't even like Negroes. Yes, including herself mm, there's that you listen mm -hmm. to the digital gumbo podcast I'm going one-on-one -on -one with t petty who has returned Dries elbow is celebrating his baby girl's birthday so we get to catch yes. up with t petty happy birthday um t petty we got school now or brooklyn well you know i have a soft spot in my heart for brooklyn all right but i feel like this is some bullshit. Okay. So go ahead with Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets has refused <sighs> to get vaccinated. Is facing a is losing about three hundred and eighty thousand dollars per game, including preseason games, because NBA players get paid for preseason games, and says he will not get vaccinated. The Nets have given him an ultimatum. Also, he says if he is traded, he will quit. The floor is yours. What are we expecting from a nigga that believes the earth is flat? Does he really believe the earth is flat? Or he yes. Just saying that? This no. dumb. You know what? This he is what happens. Dope. This is what happens when people, these athletes are allowed to just fuck off because they're good at whatever sport and they don't learn a goddamn thing. So now the earth is flat and he's not going to get vaccinated. What in retire, Negro? Like, you're an idiot. Of all the sports, that is a close contact sport. You're huffing and puffing in somebody's face. 
people, the NBA, NBA players have gotten the Rona. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's Crazy. an idiot. Crazy. Him and Sage should hang out. Because we'll they both this, dumb. Yeah, we'll see how this turns out. Now, look, if I'm losing $3.80 a day, I'm trying to recuperate my $4. <laughs> 380 that so if uh this played out be like 16 million dollars that he'd be losing that's crazy i mean he has the choice to not be vaccinated and he also is making the choice to apparently not be employed by the nba which was which enables somebody as dumb as he is to make 16 million dollars what a world what a time to be alive also, NBA will not be testing for weed this season. Will this affect the quality of play on the court? No, because they've been getting weed, getting high off weed in a way stronger stuff than that. So I don't really care about that. Okay, okay. As long as they ain't on like PCP or something, now that should have no, happened. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so this is a true story. Oh, God. I think it was LSD. There was a pitcher back in the day in the 70s for the Pittsburgh Pirates, he pitched a no-hitter while he was high on LSD. So ah, damn. He, so um he went, he had they had a game, and then they had an off day. And he got high on his off day. I can't remember his name right now, but he got high on his off day. He got so high he woke up, slept through the off day, and it was his day to pitch, like a day later. They called him because he was late. They said, man, you're supposed to pitch today. He said, they, he was like, no, man, today is the off day. They was like, no, man, the off day was yesterday. It's the day after. But he was high. He said he really couldn't focus. And he went ahead and pitched the no-hitter. I'm like, wow, wow. He was high. I mean, I can't, I know people that can't do stuff super sober. And he was got like, that well, right. I guess it's all muscle memory, I guess. Um, I mean, who was that uh, Cincinnati Bingo that got high the day before the Super Bowl? What was his name? And oh, they, oh, I know who you're talking about, too. Yes, yes. Not Dexter Manley. I can't no. remember his name. But you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Whoever he was, that didn't work, for, that didn't work out for him. That didn't work out for him either. Oh, well. But, yes, apparently <laughs> you can pitch a baseball no-hitter in the major leagues. Ohio LSD, don't put that to the test. Don't be out there trying to bonk your, <laughs> bonk your kids with a wiffle ball or something. Law unintended consequences will come up and snap your ass. Um, T. Petty, you've been avoiding this story now. So we have school or gecko? We'll do school, but I already know this is about to make me mad. <sighs> These kids have a new challenge. The box crate challenge is over. They okay. now have something called, and these little motherfuckers is going to jail. The slap a okay. teacher challenge. Okay. Well, they ain't ran into the right teacher. Mm. I've heard about this. Mm. And you putting your hands on somebody, if the teacher put the goon hands on you, you get what you get. There it is. Like, leave these people alone. Teachers are stressed enough dealing with your dumb ass, and now they have to deal with you potentially putting your hands on them? No. That's not funny and it's not cute. Mm, mm, mm. Now you know I'm uh, everybody's kids' favorite online un, uh, unlicensed 
substitute <laughs> teacher. I, I'm aware. <laughs> now, look, in person or online, I'll be like, hey, listen up. It's Mr. Bishop, your substitute teacher. And if you think you're going to get away with this slap a teacher challenge, I want you to try me because you might be leaving in a box. Oh, well, you going to kill the kids? <laughs> or Gertie. <laughs> like, you make the choice. I don't know. I mean, these kids are old enough to know if you hit somebody, you're going to get hit back. So absolutely. It's not recommended. Don't do not do this at home or at school, kids. Zero out of 10. Do not recommend. For those of you that got kids or grandkids, nieces, nephews, that's a little suspect that might be on that edge of like going to jail. You might have to look at you need to look at what your kids is online doing anyway. But talk to them about this. This is assault. It's called unwanted touching. You in a government building, so to speak. They got them resource officers. And if you come in there and you're whooping on a teacher, they might shoot you with bullets. They might shoot you with rubber bullets. Your ass might get tased and probably arrested. All of that, which will go on your permanent record and don't feel too good. So, Well, if you're black, all that shit is going to happen to you. Mm. They know better. Mm. So quit slap playing a, games. Why they slap a teacher? What in the hell? Now, That's you crazy. know who came up with that. It wasn't us. Mm, mm, mm. Because, again, we are going to get dealt with most harshly. So mm, don't do it, kids. Don't do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> do Your not. one and only warning. <laughs> T. Petty, we got a choice between Gecko and Dutch. Mm. Let's go with Dutch. Dutch. In Holland, a supermarket chain has a special line, not for 20 items or less, 10 items or less, not for five items or less. It's for elderly people that may live alone that want to take their time and have a human interaction with the cashier. They can take as much time as they want, and they put the special cashiers as friendly with the seniors and the lonely people to talk to them while they're ringing up their groceries. You know, I saw this, uh, I don't know, a week or so ago. I think it's a fantastic idea. You think about all the elderly people who like outlive their their friends or their spouses, um, their kids move away, they don't have kids, and they need somebody to talk to. Um, they're lonely. They just need, you know, a little, little, little human kindness. I think it's a great idea. I like it a lot, and it's cheaper than like uh, going to the mechanic. I noticed uh, when I sold cars many moons ago, the worst mechanic? fucking job that I ever had. No, no, <laughs> I sold cars, but they had a garage right next to the dealership. Worst fucking job I ever had. Anyway, <laughs> um, a lot of elderly people would come to the garage, and they would have nothing wrong with their cars. They just would want to talk to the mechanic. They knew him for many years, and the um, you know the staff and those types of things. They come in as early as seven. You know, set up an appointment, get the free coffee. Um, sometimes they got the free donuts. We'll kick it with the salespeople. They will look at the cars. Absolutely nothing wrong, sir. And go ahead and, and send them on their way. I mean, they will come in once a quarter. Again, nothing wrong with their cars, but they just want some human interaction. So you're going to need some groceries. So go ahead and go through the slow line and 
We'll see what happens here. Now, Americans are assholes. I don't know if this would mm. ever be able to work. Like you'd have to paint the line yellow, uh, the whole floor yellow, and just tell them this is a slow line and uh, you want to check yourself out, so be it. So we'll see uh, how it goes. I mean, I would love for a, a grocery store to do something like that here. You know, the grocery store most likely to do that? Which one? It would be Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's the, they would that's, do something like that. I I think deal. it's great. It's better than having it give people elderly people something to do. Yeah, make some new friends. You know, yeah. do all that. You know, I saw the uh, I saw another program where um, elderly people they get them to come in and like hold preemies and stuff like that in the oh, hospitals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same kind of thing. That's what's up. Let these um, people live. That's what's up. Now, speaking of Trader Joe's, have you ever had those uh, crack Oreos that they have at Trader Joe's? You know, the ones with like the candy, crushed up candy cane crack in the in the cream? <laughs> I've seen them, but I don't like candy canes. So I've never had them. I forgot what they're called. Crack cookies. You eat one in the dark, it like it'll give you a spark. And I don't like candy canes either. But I don't know what they put in those cookies extra. Them cookies be good as hell at Trader Joe's. That and um, what's the the Stroop waffle? Like I had one of those on a plane Ooh. one time. Them Stroop, Stroop waffles, waffles is, is good bomb. as hell. Oh my yeah, god, they're like, good. I was like, this is good. And that biscotti, them biscotti cookies that you get on the the Triangle Airline. Oh my god, they good as hell. I'm like, I'm like, can I get two packs of the sound effects? I'm like, <laughs> Uh, two of the cookies and a Gatorade, please. Thank you. Yeah, no. Them cookies be good as hell. I don't know if I had them as a kid and they bring back good memories, but them little biscotti cookies, Biscoff is what they call them. them yes, the Biscoff. Yes, those is good as hell. Okay. You ain't lying. They, they, them cookies, good. Get that in some rose. You got yourself a day. Like, <laughs> Especially if you start drinking as soon as they offer it. You exactly. can get in a few drinks on a, you know, hour flight. Absolutely, absolutely. You paying them prices? Get that rosé. Get them. Uh, you got that right because you already done paid for it. It's a lot, a lot. Um, we got gecko and we got cereal. Hmm. Let's go with cereal. You know that's my jam. Cereal, Frosted Flakes is in yeah. peril. Fourteen hundred workers have gone on strike at Kellogg's in. Battle Creek, Michigan. I didn't even know where Battle Creek, Michigan was as a kid. All I know is when I read the back of the cereal box, I was like, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's the only thing I know about Battle Creek, Michigan. They probably got a creek. They probably had a battle there. So they named it. That's where they located. So, um, yeah, another thing they'll be hoarding now, cereal. So the same way that uh, the chip company a few weeks ago or a few months ago, mm-hmm. was exploiting their workers and working them to fucking death. Um, Kellogg is apparently doing the same thing in Battle Creek. So, mm-hmm. I mean, no Fruit Loops for me. Mm-hmm. No, no, uh, no Kellogg cereals will be coming in this in this house until this shit is resolved. The year, past year and a half should have taught these companies that people are no longer willing to risk their lives and their health to come in and work your bullshit ass job for a seven fifteen hour, whatever the fuck the minimum wage is now. Like, oh. pay these people what they're worth and stop trying to fucking work them to death. 
They had them doing, not getting days off, doing 12, 14 hour days. I do no manual labor, none. And I don't even want to work eight hours a day, let alone 12 or 14 on my feet. Like, man, fuck them. Get it together, Kellogg. Oh, I got to get out of the bed and get to the couch to turn this damn Teams meeting on. No, but no, seriously. Yeah, (laughs) They're they're working harder than I do. They got to dry, they got to purr, they got to deal with a building, other people, because you can't make cereal from your house. Unfortunately not. No, you cannot. Shit, they so, need to take them trade secrets and just start to make it. They probably know how to box it and just sell their own brand of cereal. They need to work together. Now, don't get them people uh, sued. <laughs> they got enough uh, on their hands. But I am... Some uh, corn. Get you some corn and roll it. <laughs> And just spray some uh, frosting on it. You're good to go. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, don't call them frosty flakes. Call them chili flakes. C h i l l y flakes. Don't have a tiger. Have a lion. There you go. <laughs> like name Gucci Tony. Yeah, name them. And name them Rony. <laughs> chili flakes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I stand with the Kellogg workers. So. I'm supporting their boycott or supporting their strike, rather. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, go. you got that Kellogg cereal. Don't buy no more cereal today. Treat their people right. Battle That's Creek, right. East Coast, West Coast, worldwide. Frosty Flakes, give up your addiction till they treat the people right. Power <laughs> to the people. <laughs> to uh, the people. That's right. T Petty, Gecko or 2022? <sighs> I'll go with 2022 because I'm tired of this year already. Okay. Now, I was going to save this for Drees, but I'm going to go ahead and just break this down. They said that they are shutting down the 3G, you know, technology system for phones and uh, mobile devices. They're shutting down the <laughs> 3G <laughs> system in 2022. So that, that jitterbug and that flip phone that your mama and them got, it's not going to work in 2022. So y'all need well, to get her upgrade, you know, and uh, get that phone upgraded before 3G goes kaput. Now, you know, he claimed he still got an iPhone 4. So I'm assuming that he would be in this number that's going to have to go ahead and quit playing around. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember Man. Y2K? It's going to be Y2K for real. Damn. For so, three, so 3G. Let's yes. see, what am I up to? Well, I'm on Wi-Fi now, so I can't tell. 5G, right? I think you're like five, you're five LTE, right? Shit, I don't know. Yeah. I had to I look think. when I'm not on Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all five LTE. Well, me and you. I think we're <laughs> <laughs> I think Love I you think though, Drees. I love you, bro. <laughs> uh, I think we're five LTE. Um, now I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But these crazy people is online talking about when they come out with 6G, the shit that they put in the vaccines, they're going to be able to locate oh you all over the world. And they said, don't get 6G. I'm that just saying, is the stupidest fucking shit in the world. You are carrying a phone in your pocket. They already know where you are. What the yes. fuck are you even talking about? But now that they said, now if you took the vaccine and especially the booster and you get the 6G, they'll be able to track you like Batman was able to track all those conversations in the movie. So that's one of the reasons that the naysayers are saying don't get the vaccine and don't get the, you know what? Fuck them. (laughs) 
take them all to Texas and leave them there. Close the borders. Bring out everybody in Texas with some sense and then let them go and kill themselves. Texas, Florida, Alabama, all of them. All of them. Quit all wasting them. the rest of our time. Like they are literally holding us hostage. We they should are. be out frolicking free chilling. Instead, what are we doing? Still we're we're basically the same place we were a year and a half ago. Pretty much. Pretty much. Some bullshit. We'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Gecko or now Spy. Oh, we already talked about Gecko. We didn't. All right, do Gecko. Gecko. A woman is suing Geico. She oh, had her Lord. car insured by Geico. She is suing Geico for a sexually transmitted disease that she contracted while having mm. sex in her car, claiming that Geico should have protected her. I swear. Google it. So, Google it. I Google did it. See it. I did see it. And I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Like, girl, how is it Geico's fault that you got uh, the skull and muller rule? Like, I'm, I was very confused when I was reading it. I'm still confused. <laughs> and why? You should have just took that L in silence, girl. So you have broadcast to the world that your hoo-ha is on fire. <laughs> and, and you're stupid. So both of those things, like, she killed two birds in one song. It's fire. not a good look. Fire. <laughs> Ma'am, ma'am. I mean, is... so so what is the rationale? What is the thinking that some like I'm confused. Was Geico so supposed was... to put a condom on the car seats? Like, why were you oh, fucking in your car? What is happening? I don't it's comprehensive know. and collision. It ain't got nothing to do with <laughs> So I don't this is one of the See, this is the type of shit that jams up the judicial system and people can't Agreed. get justice because they filing these bullshit ass lawsuits. Ma'am. You right. They protect right. you for glass, not ass, all these other <laughs> things. It's comprehensive and collision. And ma'am, come on, roadside Compre- assistance. You should have called roadside assistance to get whoever well, she was got- having sex without the well, she got mm-hmm. some assistance. She got some assistance. But and it wasn't I, uh, what she was looking for, apparently. May or may not have been roadside. Apparently it was, but ma'am. And it was roadside. Like, it girl. It was roadside. Mm. Not triple A, triple X. <laughs> <laughs> That's some of the dumbest shit I've heard of. She got, boy, I would love to have been the lawyer at Geico that got the luck. Like, what? I mean, but who did you, what a target did you get even to file that stupid shit? Did she do a pro se? She did something else pro se. <laughs> well, I, girl, you brought this on yourself. Yes, she did. Oh, well, too bad. Um, spy or Vegas? And my nose is running, by the mm-hmm. way. I apologize. You made me laugh really hard. That makes that makes not come out your nose. That yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> it's like eye, ear, nose, throat. That's some funny shit, but that's that's, story. that's a story for another day. It's ear, nose, throat. Your eyeballs don't have nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. Well, it's all glands. It's all like a glandular <laughs> system. <Ew. laughs> 
<laughs> gland. That's that's too nasty word. Glandular secretion. <laughs> Moist. Might as well throw that in there too. That is okay, okay, okay. the most unfavorite word, by the way. I it, hate that word. Those OI blends. Yeah. It's not good. Okay, quit distracting me because now I don't remember what my choices are. Spy or Vegas? Oh, uh, do Vegas. Vegas. <clears throat> John, John Gruden is now the former coach of the Las Vegas Raiders <sighs> after racist, sexist, homophobic emails surfaced. He had one email where he talked about the NFL PA president, talked about his lips, found that out. The New York Times was on that shit. Mm-hmm. He didn't apologize. He just mm-hmm. said he wanted to move on. Monday, they busted his ass. And so here's, so follow the trail. He coached the Raiders, then the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then back to the Raiders. 10-year, $100 million contract. His mm-hmm. brother coached the former Washington racial slurs, now the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. In an investigation about the... <clears throat> excuse me, culture of the Washington football team that came across an email from John Gruden. Uh, I think his brother, Jay Gruden, may have been CC'd at the time. And Mm -hmm. the story came out Monday. So one, um, the Washington, former Washington racial slurs were involved on the story on National Indigenous Peoples Day. And the story with the homophobic language also came out the same day, which was National Coming Out Day. He's gone. Uh, interim coach has been named, and this guy will probably not uh, have a, uh, as he should, not have a job uh, in football for a very, very long time. He shouldn't have a job anywhere. So these emails go back a good seven, eight years. By the time he felt comfortable enough to put that shit in writing, do you know how many slurs he must have been tossing around calling people? Well, he didn't say nigger, but he might as well have. They haven't they haven't unveiled all the emails yet. Well, so there's that. <laughs> um, but I find it interesting. Not surprising, but interesting. Like it came out about him, the racial stuff he was saying about the head of the players association. And they were, everybody was like, man, let's move on. It was seven, eight years ago. But as soon as that shit about the homophobic stuff and the misogynistic stuff came out, he was out of there. So, you know, par for the course. Shit all over Black people, the majority of whom uh, play in that fuck-ass sport in the first place and who are allowing you to make $10 million a year. Talk shit about them all day, every day. But you say something about a different marginalized group and you out of there. Mm. I just thought that was telling. But what I want to know is what about the people he was talking to? If they didn't report that bullshit he was saying or they shrugged it off or whatever, they need to be out of here too. Yeah, yeah. You were sending around what topless photos of the Washington football team's cheerleaders, like they was doing all kind of fuck shit. But that just goes to show, you know, being a mediocre white man in America is, is a very successful thing. Mm. Ridiculous. So 
Uh, I think that they had everything on Friday. They leaked one out as a tester to see how it go, try to give them a chance to apologize, which the apology wouldn't have been sufficient anyway. Right. And you can't apologize for that. He didn't. He never apologized at all. Because he was sorry. At all. So then they was like, release the Kraken on his ass. And then <laughs> when it was anti-woman, um, homophobic, and, um, you know, the other uh, inflammatory language, that that's when his ass had to go. And, you know, from what um, I'm gathering from the stories is that the NFL was, you know, waiting for the Raiders to take action. But once that shit came out Monday night, right before the game, boom, he had to resign and bam, that was it. So we'll see. A lot of people saying he ain't the only one. So of I know they scrubbing. he's not the only one. I know they scrubbing these emails and boy, people that uh, don't know how to delete emails or delete they deleted box gonna be deleting. So um, I mean, we'll but once you know you put something out there like that, you can never really delete it and get it back. It can no. always be recovered. No, but you know, the NFL is always full of shit on something if it's not about players beating their wives i mean they had literal uh well i won't say murderers but Dante murderers, Stubbers, i mean accused <laughs> murderers and, att- and attempted murderers not accused attempted murderers attempted murderers shit that is true i mean dante stalworth uh ran somebody over and killed him with his drunk ass so this is nothing new. They won't be the only one that's going to be caught up in the fallout from these emails. Because who was he talking to? And how General, many emails are there? Yeah. General manager at the time was one of the people that was in the CCs. And, of course. Know, they'll, they'll continue to, to get these through. But, uh, you know, uh, just another day in America, another day in uh, professional sports. So I'm anxious to see what else uh, comes out. But um, if nothing else, it does uh, start uh, a good conversation, I think, with not necessarily adults, but teaching moments uh, for the children. Um, The kids that are growing up, if they've been taught by their racist parents, they come up like that. But I think the majority of these kids that's coming up, they're not like that for the most part. Mm. Well, in certain spots, but you have other spots where, you know, the world is getting browner and more diverse and they see this and, you know, they adapt. So, you know, mm. it's, 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 it's what, how they're raised and stuff. And then you just have these new kids that like, my parents might be on that racist bullshit, but I'm not going to be like that. And they be friends with just, you know, anybody and everybody, A, because it's the right thing to do, but B, just to piss their racist parents off and, and try and show them that there's a, a better way and a more decent I mean, way to be a human being. So it's, it's, you, it's multi-layered. You have, you have greater faith in these American whites than I do. I'll say that. Because they are wild as hell. Yeah, yeah. I think what about I'm sorry. I was just going to say the ones doing this, you know, the racist shit that we see, people getting exposed on social media and stuff, these are not old people. Yeah. So, fuck them too. Yeah, former generation, but we'll see, um, you know, uh, a lot going on since it says now that, you know, it's going to be majority brown and black folks uh, in the United States. So um, that's why they're acting like some goddamn fools, yeah. really, because they are afraid that once we are 
once people that are in power don't look like them, that we will do to them what they did to us. Now, if it were me as an individual, they would be 100% justified in feeling that way because I would. But generally speaking, <laughs> Black people are some of the most forgiving people on the planet. Not me personally, but us corporately. Yeah. You know, we want to just, you know, let stuff cook. Yeah. So they really don't have anything to fear. Also, I mean, who could be as treacherous as they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear we that. have history on our side, so y'all can be mad, but it's the fucking facts. I hear that. Um, we got spy or um, music. I was leaving at that. Uh, music. Robert from Chicago, who got convicted of racketeering and other things. With music. His music sales are up 500% since his conviction. <laughs> Crickets. Moving along. I don't have shit to say about that motherfucker and the pieces of shit that still support him. Mm -hmm. Fuck y'all. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to this podcast if you support that motherfucker, period. Mm -hmm. Not now, not ever. Um, it's just a funny Ugh. thing. I don't know what spurs that, like, um, you know, when an artist passes away or, you know, a traumatic event happens to an artist, their streams go up and their downloading go up. I, I, I would be interested in the psychology of that. I really would like to talk to somebody about that knows electronics, that knows purchasing, that knows, you know, buying power and economics, but also the psychology behind that. I don't obviously endorse that in any way, shape or form. But I would like to know the psychology behind that. So I have a theory about what's driving some of it. It's because the people that he was doing that to were young, were black girls and women. Don't nobody give a fuck about us. And it's, that's just the truth. Mm. Like what it was happening to black girls. We are the most disrespected the most discounted, even by our own people. He was shitting literally on his own people mm. and people were busy and black, other black people are perfectly fine with supporting that, with supporting that behavior. All these, across all these fucking decades, knowing what he was doing to these people, to these girls and women, and they were cool with it. And then when it came out, look at all the shit that people were saying about them. Those, those little young girls are so fast. That was Robert Kelly doing that. That don't got shit to do with R. Kelly. Like, bitch, are you out of your goddamn mind? It's the same person. What are you That's even ridiculous. saying? The, the, the way that people will twist stuff to go out of their way to disrespect Black girls and women is mind-blowing. But not surprising. That's just the way it is. We got to look out for ourselves because nobody else is looking out for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we got two more before we move on to the end. Spy or laundry? I've, this is awesome bullshit. All right. I'll do spy because that one's been hanging out there for a minute. Spy. A man and a woman, a couple from the Washington, D.C. area 
tried to sell <laughs> submarine you ma'am. peanut butter. No, because that would have gave it away. <laughs> tried to sell our submarine secrets to foreign governments. Mm-hmm. They were actually not dealing with foreign dignitaries or officials. They were dealing with the FBI and put the secrets on an SD card in the middle of a peanut butter sandwich. They uh, were promptly mm-hmm. busted and are facing charges, espionage, et cetera, et cetera. Peanut butter sandwich with an SD card in it. That story was wild as hell. I read that yesterday, like, <laughs> bruh, what the? Now, you know, I, I have questions. So the reason the FBI found out about it is because he made contact with somebody in this foreign country that they are not naming. And that contact went back to the FBI, like, y'all got somebody that's tripping. Like, what is it that drove you to do some shit like this? I just don't understand. They're trying to get paid. I mean, you could have left the government and gone to work for the private sector and gotten paid. He has a very specific kind of knowledge. Hmm. So he could go in the private sector and make a shit ton of money. It's about more than money. I mean, in the whole, like, wrap the SD card and saran wrap and then put it in the middle of a peanut butter sandwich. Like, what the hell? And his wife was the lookout while he was mm-hmm. dropping this shit off. Like, girl, as soon as you find that out, you should have been like, get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. and turn his ass in. And now both up going to prison for life. Mm-hmm. They got him dead to rights. I wonder what they... <laughs> Wait. Did you see the picture in the front of their house? They had a Black Lives Matter sign. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, man, we got enough problems without support from that kind of people like that. Fuck, get away from us. Wow. So they just called it a peanut butter sandwich. No jelly. They didn't say what kind of bread it was. You know wonder- it was on that. You know it was on that nasty ass white bread. I wonder. It was like, did they like make a sandwich? I guess. I guess. Um, two pieces, right? But did they like cut it on the diagonal? Did they fold it over? Like, how did they make the sandwich? They didn't cut curious. it at all. They didn't cut it. They didn't cut it. I'm telling you, because I'm saying you can be slick and like um, just put it on one side, tuck it in one of the corners of the uh, diagonal cuts. And I, I mean, how- you could do that, but you doing this dumb shit in the first place? They just hype the people that look like they would eat an uncut sandwich. Just some goddamn savages. I wonder what kind of peanut butter it was. I mean, maybe they can mm, or somebody can get it. Probably skippy. <laughs> I bet you it wasn't even good. No, like no, you ready? Okay, SD card. It was a GIF, like a GIF. You know what? Don't do not involve GIF. my favorite peanut butter of all time in that fuck shit. GIF <laughs> is not implicated in this whatsoever. It's that whack-ass Skippy or Peter Pan or whatever the hell that bullshit okay, so is. It's Skippy Peter Peter Pan and Jif. If so, all other peanut butters are trash. Um, I don't eat any other peanut butter but Jif. Okay. Creamy or extra crunchy, I will take either one because it's delightful. All that other shit tastes too sweet to me, or some some ain't right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get with Jif, and um, I don't like crunchy. Like I, I have a texture thing, so I just like stuff to be smooth, <sighs> <laughs> much I, like myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> Negro, do not make me cuss. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so I just um I roll with Jeff. That's that's what I roll with. So that's why I, I know that that nest that sandwich is made out of Skippy or some bullshit like that. I just uh, know it. Mm, mm, mm. I'll be interested. I hope they tell in court what kind of peanut butter they use. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like the prosecutor said, ma'am, I'm asking you one more time, Mrs. Smith, <laughs> what type of peanut butter was in the sandwich? I mean, your honor, permission to treat the witness <laughs> as hostile. They don't need to go to trial. They just need to take a plea deal if they, one is even offered. Just take the time and, and go title off to federal prison because that's where you're going. And you know they're not gonna tell on each other. I mean, they probably got all the goods on them anyway. But somebody, yeah. oh, uh, I wonder. Uh, you really can't cut a deal with your spouse, but you might, and then you could just get into the witness protection Dang. program. But. What deal? They have all the evidence. They don't need any of them to turn on the other one. Yeah, they got the, They already she, got everything recorded. She might have. They might. She might have extra, extra on him that she can use to like flow with that. Let me, let me, let me guard, oh. guard. Good luck, girl, because you're gonna need it. You're working going with the blah 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 blondies as well, so we'll He's see what going happens. to Leavenworth or wherever they send female prisoners in the federal system. The same jail that uh, did uh, that's right. Martha Stewart went to federal jail, didn't she? Did she go to Leavenworth. Well, she oh. ain't Martha Stewart. She ain't going to the country club jail. I hear that. But she is a white woman, so she might. Anything's possible. That's right. That's right. Our right, our last thing, laundry. Uh. Gabby mm -hmm. Petito's fiance, Brian Laundry, they're saying that he is hiding Who? out. Brian Laundry, oh. the guy that killed. Yeah. yeah, the white girl we can't get away from. Okay, continue. They're saying that he's hiding out in a bunker underneath a flower bed in his parents' house. How do they know that? So this is uh, FBI Twitter and whatnot. Uh, they did like the Google Maps of the house. And they saying that there's like an underground bunker underneath this flower bed that not a lot of people looked into. Now, they reported this two days ago, and I heard that the police been over there. Now, I talked to Drees about this. Dog, the damn bounty hunter, is out here looking for this fool. Now, Dog said he really wants to find him because he thinks that Brian Laundry is a serial killer. Your thoughts? On oh, which part? That was like three different Everything. stories. Just, just yeah. Okay, Follow so dog, dog says he's a serial killer. Dog, the bounty hunter is a racist, so I don't give a fuck what he says. That's Done correct. with that. Okay. Uh, Brian, like his parents know where he is. They need mm -hmm. to arrest them for obstructing justice or and whatever the, the fuck betting. kind, yeah, whatever that. kind of made up shit they will come to one of our houses and arrest us for. Arrest them. Obstructing governmental justice, right, resisting whatever. arrest, aiding and abetting. And uh, what, then, they, what do they call that? Harboring a fugitive? I know harboring all the a fugitive. I don't watch all the what? court shows. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, and then, like, the story itself, I, it just. The like, Utah obviously. police let him go. And, like, uh, he, he told him, he's beating the shit out of me. They're just like, well, be on your way. What the I hell? Mean, that whole story was all about white privilege. So the coverage of her disappearance and subsequent murder, she's a white woman, so she gets the coverage because nobody's giving a fuck about black women and other women of color who disappear in this country 
people are trying to get attention on those stories and they are not elevated the way her, hers was immediately was. So that's that one layer. Second layer of the white privilege is what you just said happened. The woman just said he'd been beating the shit out of me and the police are like, that's cool, see y'all later. <clears throat> the fact that he was allowed to just go show up at the crib without her driving her shit like and not arrested nothing and now he done diddy bopped his ass off wherever the hell he is and which his parents know and nobody else associated with this is getting arrested it's just white privilege all up and through there so to her family this is obviously a terrible tragedy and god help them because this is some bullshit that they're going to be going through for essentially the rest of their lives but um it's just so many layers of the white bullshit woven throughout it. It's just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. You know me, I'm a documentary lover. So the story is going to come out. It's going to be a hell of a documentary, hopefully a teaching lesson um, for young people in terms of this um, relationship abuse um, and hopefully how to avoid it. And uh, you know that the Lifetime is getting a movie of the week ready and also law and order as soon as they make the arrest it's going to be right oh on my SVU. god it's going to be yes. ripped, ripped <laughs> from the headlines ah, boom ah, you found him in the flower bed law and order tonight on nbc so you know how they do t petty give me one final thought one prediction flowers and i i always remember always forget what the fourth thing is but bring me home no with we the, only have three well, I always three prediction, a final thought or flowers, flowers. Okay. So final thought. Um, and you mentioned in documentary did this for me. I've been watching white nonsense for the past week. So documentaries, one called Lula rich and the other that? one, the way down is white nonsense. Lula Rich is about some fuck ass company called Lula Row that I'd never heard of in my life that was selling leggings, the ugliest fucking leggings I've ever seen in my entire black ass life and other clothes too, but like leggings was like how it got started or whatever. Um, basically it's a whole ass pyramid scheme. It's still in business today. Shit is wild. And the other one is called The Way Down about some crazy ass woman in Tennessee who started this whole ministry linking weight loss to salvation. What the hell? Wild, wild. I'm telling you, I binge both of those shows. Lula Rich, I think it's like three or four episodes and uh, The Way Down was think was three. Yeah. Bruh, you need to watch them so we can talk about it next week because this is some crazy shit. <laughs> crazy wow wow um i did watch a documentary about uh it was called all all the queen's horses or something like that i forget the name it's available it's out there it was about the controller of a small town who stole millions of dollars for this town even though the town's roads was raggedy infrastructure suffered they laid people off police fire the whole nine yards and she had these horse shows she would buy these horses and ranches and stuff she didn't do it on her salary she stole the money from the treasury she put up uh <laughs> set aside some dummy accounts 
So um, a check would come in like federal aid or whatever, and she deposit them checks right in her own account and be traveling and horse shows and the whole nine yards. And she got uh, sentenced to jail. Um, it was it was just absolutely crazy. It's just like wow. for years, decades, right under their nose, and it was happening. They had to change the whole city form of government. Now they got two people, and you know they like check each other, and they got a whole new system of checks and balances. But that's absolutely positively crazy. You well, gotta send me that list because I need to watch all some more foolishness. Absolutely, I was shocked and amazed. When you see it, it'll it'll be absolutely crazy. Well, T. Petty, this is episode 65 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast, one-on-one with T. Petty, Black by Popular Demand. Pew, 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 pew. Hey, y'all. Gumbo Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and literally everywhere you find podcasts, all platforms, even Deezer, even Stitcher. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your people about it. We're trying to grow our podcast. We thank y'all. Every time we drop a pod, we're right there in the top 100 worldwide for improv uh, podcasts on Apple Podcasts. So we thank you. Whether you listen to us working out or in your car, in your earbuds, just chilling on your smart speaker. I won't say the name of the smart speaker because I don't want it to go off, but do you not. get my drift. Exactly. We, we will not do that, but we... We thank y'all and um, hope that y'all having a good week. As always, our library of episodes is available on those platforms. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. Just Google us and uh, you can find out uh, where we are. Sometimes our tweets are funny. Sometimes they're serious. But mostly they will make you laugh and they will make you think. So that's what's up. T. Petty, glad that you're back. Glad everything is well. Our boy, Idris. Oh, we got to wish him a happy birthday. It's his birthday coming up this weekend. That's right. Baby girl birthday is today. His birthday is coming up on Saturday. So we got to uh, check in with him and see. Uh, hopefully uh, he has more blood uh, than bourbon in his system when he comes back. Because I'm sure he's going <laughs> to get his drink on. But we'll check in on him and see uh, how uh, birthday week went at Adris Elbow's household. So until next time. We'll see y'all be safe, stay masked up, uh, get your shit for Thanksgiving early before, you know, you see a bunch of uh, nothingness and um, just be smart. And we will see y'all next time on the Digital Gumbo Podcast. You good? I'm good. Bye y'all. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Drees. Peace.